Welcome to the podcast Truth Applied, where we take the truths of God's Word and we seek to apply them in our lives today. Thank you for joining us for the podcast, and we look forward to what God has for us today. Hello and welcome back to Truth Applied. We've been looking at the seven I Am statements by Jesus in the book of John. Last week we saw, or last episode, we saw that He is the bread of life. And that He was the bread of life that descended from heaven. He's God. That He was the bread of life, that there is only life and salvation in Him. And then we also saw that He brings contentment in our lives. You know, we look for contentment in so many other places when it's right in front of us as believers. Jesus is the bread of life. He's the one that helps us be content. And He's the one that satisfies the longing of our hearts. And so Jesus is the bread of life. Number two, we move into John chapter 8. The Bible says in John 8 verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So number two, the second statement Jesus is the light of the world. And so just to set the context, Jesus, he was up on the Mount of Olives, and then he went to the temple. And this is where we have the, uh, the religious leaders. They bring the lady that was caught right in the middle of adultery. And you know, just from reading how they did everything, they probably knew what was happening, and they weren't interested in justice. They weren't interested in following the law. They were only interested in tripping up Jesus Christ and tricking him. Because when they bring him, they only brought her. They didn't brought the man that committed adultery with her. And they said, Jesus, what are you going to do? Are you going to stone him? Just like the law says? You know, or they were thinking, well, maybe he could be merciful. And so they thought, well, if he says stone her, they said, well, aren't you a God of, aren't you a person of mercy? And if he had mercy, they'd say, well, you're breaking the law of Moses. What did Jesus do? He wrote in the ground. Then he said, if you've sinned, then you throw the stone. And they realized that Jesus had them. And immediately after this, that, that finished in verse 11. In verse 12, it said, Then spake Jesus again, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So Jesus is the light of the world. You know, he's not just the, the Savior for a group of people, the Jews, for, or just the Gentiles. He does, he's the Savior of the world. It's Christianity, so many people in the world, I know not as much here in the Dominican Republic, but even in other places, especially in the Eastern countries, they think Christianity is a Western religion. But Christianity is not a religion for one region because we serve a Savior that's the Savior of all. He is the propitiation of our sins, and not ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. That's what John said in 1 John chapter 2. So he is the light of the world, that he is the savior of all the world, that he offers salvation. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. He is the light of the world, and he has life. We hit on this a lot last episode, how he's the bread of life, that there is life in him. And I was doing a, a, a study um, here with the, in the Dominican with the, in our neighborhood, and we were talking about the four things that you need to survive. You need air, you need water, you need food, and you need light. And it's interesting. We talked last week, Jesus is the bread of life. He's the food. 
He's the light of the world. He's the light. We need these things to survive. And there's only life in Jesus' name. And then as he's the light, I'm reminded that he's our guide. You know, it's pretty difficult to get somewhere without light. You know, the power goes out here, and um, it goes out often. And, you know, sometimes if the generator or the other means didn't kick in, and you're stumbling around in the dark trying to find the light, you know, you're looking for it. You're looking for that light switch. You're looking for the flashlight. May you stub your toe or you run into something. Um, you know, we've all done that before. Light helps guide us in our lives. We can see what's in front of us. We can see what's around us. We can see where we're going. Jesus is the light of the world. He's the light for the Christian. He shows us where we ought to go. He's our guide. Just like a light illuminates the way in front of us, Jesus helps illuminate our path in front of us. We look to him in salvation, but we, could, we should look to him in our daily lives and guiding us each and every step of the way. You know those interruptions in your life? God allowed them. You know that change of plan in your day? God allowed it. He's the light. He's guiding us. He has plans in everything. We should trust in Him with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all our ways and He will direct our path. He is the light of the world, not just in salvation, but in guiding us in our each and everyday lives. Remember, as you serve the Lord today, that those interruptions, those appointments, those were divinely given to you because Jesus is the light. He's our guide. We should look to Him as we go about our each and everyday lives.